Hi, it's Booty, and you're listening to Seven Questions, where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Today, I have the honor of having my dear friend Chris Wolf. Chris and I met years ago when he founded LA Men's Group. And today I'm really excited because I get to sit down with him uh, when he sat down with me years ago when I was just moving to LA and he created a group that forever changed my life. Um, Since then, he's created a website called Good Guy Swag and has released two books, one, Black Tie and 10 Ways to Win a Girl's Heart. Chris, such an honor to have you play Seven Questions, man. Such an honor to to sit down here with you, Booty, and actually just to see how far you've come since you moved to LA and just the fact that you're doing all of this like you know you've been working for all these companies and obviously you know um, helping people get jobs has always been a passion of yours and you've started your own company to help people get jobs how how cool is that no it's not about me but thank you brother <laughs> um, tell us about one of these books well, I mean, I, but I mean, you know, here it is, like, we're talking about you, but like, honestly, like, that's the impetus behind what I do. And I don't want to get like emotional or anything, but like, I love it when I can hear people's lives have been changed and to see like how I can see like a booty who came into LA, you know, you're, you, you did a good job of getting to know people here mm-hmm. from the beginning because you're just super likable and social and people are drawn to you. But just to see how far you progress, like, I like to be a part of those stories, you know, that's mm-hmm. what drives me. That's what that's what drives everything I do. Mm, I love that, man. No, thank you. Um, no, I mean, you're definitely a fascinating person. You have your hands in so much, and somehow you still pull it off uh, with a smile. Uh, and you, I, I feel like for, for knowing you uh, for so long, whenever you're mentioned in any group, like, I think the thing that people always say is, like, your heart. Like, you, no matter what, your heart is in the right place. Um, and, it, and it just shines when... Um, anything you put your hands on uh, I believe um, it speaks that am I making sense I can't even get the words out verbally it just it shines through that um, you can't really hide um, and I think what I'm trying to say is like sometimes people are doing a great cause but you can sense that it's not genuine uh, that they're just doing it for other reasons and with you everything that I've felt like you're involved in um, the heart your heart's in the right place and you see it uh, you feel it I should say well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I, I think that's just exactly it, though. I, like, I would rather follow my heart and do something that's not that I don't even necessarily get paid for, because yeah. obviously I've never been paid for LA Men's Room, nor even the website and the books minimally. But like at the end of the day, like this is, it's it's just it's my heart that gives me that energy. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that otherwise. And I obviously I, I've been blessed, and and you know I've definitely just been given a leg up that I've been able to to have jobs and stuff mm-hmm. that have allowed me to do this in the past but I think the drive to continue to give back has always been there just because I had people who poured into me my freshman year of college and my life was forever changed it's why I always just promised God I said hey I'm gonna spit you my life was changed so dramatically that I'm going to spend the rest of my life giving back and doing that and I just felt there there's nothing more pure than to, to do that without any strings attached I love that well this is seven questions where we start right away all right <laughs> dive in and pick seven random questions from this box from this box yes no okay one can see this box which is kind of cool which I love because everyone who I do they're always like man if you could only see this box yeah uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful box 
Um, so we'll start with question number one. Okay, let's start with question number one here. I will pick this one here. What's been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Ah, uh, let's see. That's a good, a good question. Um, I, you know, honestly, I, I think no matter what it is, like you always have to make some sacrifices to fulfill your destiny. You know, and and I would say probably where I'm at presently and what I feel the most is just the the choices that I'm making right now to fulfill my destiny and being a good father because right now my wife and I we have an 11 month old daughter she's going to be turning a year old in wow. another month and and so I think that the you know there's there's definitely been some you know that in my my heart I always wanted to be a husband and a dad but you don't really think and consider the, the sacrifices mm-hmm. that you have to make you have to cut out social sacrifices you have to cut out you know opportunities and you have to cut out all of these things but you know I I, I, I like I said I want to make sure that I spend the rest of my life giving back and the most important person that I can give back to right now is our daughter and I want to make sure that you know when she is sitting in the interview or when she's you know in her 20s that she always feels like she had a dad that did everything for her, you know mm. so right now I've definitely made some some sacrifices but um but I, I think that you know we we've got a great God who you know gives us this great universe and um, and so sometimes surprising things will happen even though I've made all these sacrifices for my daughter I just ended up getting you know just a, a a crazy job offer you know yeah. last week and so the things where you always feel like you're taking a step back professionally might not always be mm-hmm. the reality mm. Thank you for sharing your perception that. might not be that yeah I love that that's good man that's question one guys all right that's question one I love it question two these are good questions by the way thank you well we're going on number one so let's see if all right let's see what happens here okay <laughs> What are you most grateful for? Uh, let's see. I think honestly my most uh, the thing that I'm most grateful for is that I I didn't really have like much of a <clears throat> spiritual life prior to my my freshman year of college and I'm really grateful for the fact that I actually felt tapped in and found a relationship with God mm. um, that I really that I really hit such a low point in my life and I I didn't really feel like anyone was there for me and I felt like this like kind of still quiet voice my sophomore year of high school from God saying like I've got you I've got you taken care of got, got you know I, like you're, you're taken care of and and so when I was a freshman and you know right before my freshman year I you know just met Jesus and I felt like I'm most grateful for that because I, I don't I'm not even entirely sure that I would be sitting here mm. had that not happened I, I feel like I would have maybe you know I suffered from a lot of depression I was suicidal who knows if I would even be alive today if I hadn't found God you know so mm. I'm most grateful for that wow it's amazing oh, thank you for sharing that yeah um, I would say I'm grateful for that too man grateful oh uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Uh, question number three. All right, question number three. Let's see. What makes you feel most alive today? 
Um, I think, honestly, like I said, the thing that always makes me feel most alive in the present moment is, is to hear people. Like, you know, you were just saying that your life was changed by that group. Like, how... Like, how could I not feel most alive about that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, to, to be a part of, of, um, of an, or be the, an impetus for someone's life to, like, even just reaching the, the next step. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's what makes me feel most alive. I guess I had already said that earlier. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's still the thing that drives me today. I love that. And that's mostly, too, because, once again, I had a group of guys when I was a freshman in college who took me underneath their wings. And these were a group of guys that that I always thought, you know, were, were so cool and would never want to spend time with me. And I was really reticent about hanging out with them at first, but but then I actually started spending a lot of time with them. And um, and I think just like having mentors and people in our mm-hmm. lives, that, that changed the course for my life. Gotcha. So to be that for someone else is what makes me feel most alive. Very cool. All right, question number three done. Question number four, dig deep. All right. Let's see which one. Oh, I see this one here. I think it's going to be this one. Why do you think we work? Oh, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> Before we started that, wow, that came up. Yep. Well, for, I, I don't know. I think for me it's not necessarily that I, that I find my identity in work, mm-hmm. but I can also say that work is just an important part of my life because I think we all have like a, a calling or something mm-hmm at the center of what we do. It might not, it might not look at like, you know, I don't like I, for instance, I work in sales, I work in, um, in medical sales, but I don't know if I ever would have thought like medical sales would have been my route. But at the same time, I feel like I have gifts and stuff that help me to operate in that. Mm -hmm. And so to, to use the giftings and the talents that we've been given to actually go out and put those to use, that's a good reason why we work. Gotcha. Yep. There's, there's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's no right or wrong answer. But I think that that if it, you should at least be in a job or a place of work where you feel like you're at least use, using some of your talents and your giftings, because I think we feel most we can feel most alive too when we're when we're working and doing the things that that we're called to. Like I said, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm a terrible salesperson. <laughs> I don't feel like, but it's somehow I've been very successful as a salesman, but I think that, that what makes me a successful salesman is I really love genuinely going out there and getting to know mm-hmm. people. And so in my day-to-day life, like I get to spend time and learn about people's families and learn about what they're doing. So, you know, that's, if that's what makes me a great salesman, then great. But I, I'm not like the type of person that can sit down and sell you a pencil. Got it. Wow. <laughs> I would have never thought that. I would have never, I've never heard you no. say that. I've never heard you say you're not a great salesman. I would disagree, but I love it. Huh. Yeah, I just learned something new. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like I'm, I've always been dreadful at sales, but I think I just, you know, I just care about people. I think mm. if, if there was like a selling reality show and, you know, they picked 10 contestants that was going to be narrowed down, I think I would be eliminated first. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I don't think that, but okay. Uh, question five. Almost done, man. All right. Let's see. How about, we'll take this one here. Okay. The best advice you've gotten and used. I, I think the one that I always come back to over and over again, of course, you've probably heard that quote from Jim Rohn that you're the, 
the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm. But it always just, you know, the other things that always just hit me is that, um, you know, if you walk with the wise, you will become wise. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, you've probably heard iron sharpens iron just as man sharpens man. And it's not necessarily that you have to be around people that are like you, because in all of these cases, even, it, you know, I was actually looking at this iron sharpens iron, um, like just like man sharpens man. You always, like, it's two knives will not sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. But iron can sharpen iron if you have something that's like grating on a knife. Mm -hmm. So when you have someone that can sharpen you by actually maybe being the opposite of you, it seems like today we're always trying to find people that agree with us. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you can grow as a person if you find people only like you. I think the best way to grow is to find people that have skill sets and knowledge and wisdom outside of what you know. And that's the best advice that I've gotten in, and used, is to, to really just um, not only um, embrace the, the people that are completely opposite of me, but from, to learn from them. Mm, thank you. I love that. Question number six. All right, question number six. Let's go with let's go with this one here. What's your motivation to succeed? Yeah, what's motivating you? I think my motivation to succeed ultimately <clears throat> is really just to give back. Mm. You know, I, I I feel like I would be a terrible person in terms of just having like a platform to be Instagram famous or something. You know, like I I I wouldn't want just a platform just to be you know you know famous or to have money like I would be miserable if I just had only those two factors I think the thing that would drive me towards either of those is just the ability to to use that to continue to help out other people mm. and um, and it just kind of continue what it says already in my, in, in my heart so I think the thing that drives me further up the mountain is just to 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 give back Love it. Class act, ladies and gentlemen. Class act. <laughs> question seven. Oh, question number seven here. Let's go. Let's go with this right here. This looks like a big, long question. But, uh, okay. Do you believe in following the rules or breaking the rules? Why? Ooh. That's a that's a good <laughs> question um, because I think. You know, I'm a, the oldest of siblings, and so I, I have a tendency to be a little bit more of the people pleaser and the one who follows the rules. Mm. But I think that I also really enjoy breaking the tiny, especially tiny social rules. Okay. Like, when I was in college, I just thought it'd be fun just to, like, walk in with a friend going into their class, you know, even though I wasn't <laughs> enrolled in the class. That's, yeah. Just to, like, rebel in, in certain ways. Yeah. But I certainly think... I think that if you you know you're into entrepreneurship, you know it, it it like it's not always the people. And I was, by the way, I was one of those straight A students, you know, speaking at my graduation, top of the class. But if you look, the people that really often make it aren't the ones who are the straight A students. They're usually the ones who actually have a conviction in their hearts and like are willing to buck whatever they need to go for it. So they're not usually the ones who are following the rules. So I guess I would say 
I'm a rule follower, <laughs> but I believe in breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, you just played seven questions, man. I appreciate uh, you sitting down in a hot seat and, and uh, being willing to, to share, um, you know, your thoughts on, you know, seven lifetime questions. Yes, uh, that was the, fun. At the end, I always ask you to shout out someone else you challenge. Uh, and who, who are you thinking of? You know what? I was just thinking of Rick Seibold. And you know Rick yeah, Seibold anyway. Yeah, I know Rick, yeah. I didn't know. But, you know. Before Jeff and I were started, he told me that I had to do this. I couldn't think of anyone, but he's right. Someone comes to you in the middle of all these questions. I think I think Rick Seibold would be a good good person to talk to next. I love Rick. Yep. All right. I'll be coming after you, Rick. Um, Chris, well, thank you so much for playing Seven Questions. Uh, it's been my honor. And for those listening, uh, you're listening to Seven Questions, where I ask world leaders and people I find fascinating seven questions. Please subscribe, like, and share.